This podcast is brought to you by Be More Social. We're a social media consultancy and we want to help you grow your business using social media. So for more details on what it is that we do and how we can help, please visit our website, bemoresocial.co.uk. It's all about underpriced 21st century Entertaining, educated and inspired. Hi everybody, welcome to episode 7 of Think Social, Think Savvy. Uh, this is yet another one where I'm not allowed out of the office and you went out to play without me. Um, but this was a fantastic podcast after listening back. Uh, and it is with Lee Wilcox of Electric House, the creator on the tools. It was really good, actually. I was a little bit starstruck. Really? A little bit, yeah. Because I, that's like you knew all about that stuff at that time, didn't you? Yeah, I was kind of like, oh, yeah, on the tools. I got engaged with it. I watched it on a regular basis. Whenever it was in my timeline on newsfeed, I gave it time. You know what I mean? And it's all that kind of stuff that we speak about. You know, attention is key. That's how you get your your conversion models. But I was really interested to find out how algorithm changes affected his, you know, his publication, his broadcast, his 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 business model as a whole. Um, and I think his solution, the way he sort of worked it all out, is like, you know, actually, we're really good content creators. So I'm going to set up a company that does that kind of thing. I think the thing that fascinated me about it, well, there was a number of things. One of them was um, how they kind of grew from this idea that was ended up being something completely different. I don't think we should give too much away. I think people should listen to it. I think they should listen to it and too. And then you can give me another I'll tell you one. what, we'll talk about that stuff at the end. Okay, so everybody, enjoy. Welcome to uh, our podcast. If you'd just like to introduce yourself. Okay. Um, so I'm Lee Wilcox. I'm the uh, CEO and co-founder of Electric House, Yeah. Um, which is a social media publishing group. Brilliant. I must admit, I, I noticed your stuff a, a long time ago. Um, I noticed the uh, on the tools. Yes. Um, and I used to enjoy watching that stuff. I used to think, oh, it's there, it's there. And it come in my timeline news feed. I watch it. And of course, Facebook, the works the way in which it does, because I give it dwell time, it keeps delivering me that stuff. Yeah. Um, so I kind of thought to myself, do you know, I, I figured at some point you might get a tap on the shoulder by... Um, uh, uh, social chain or something like that wanting to buy you or something has that ever happened yeah we had, to be honest quite early on we had um, not social chain not until later on with social chain they, we had a meeting with them about they were they'd just raised that eight mil and they were pouring a lot um, this was probably a couple of years like two years ago but quite early on um, lab bible mm-hmm. had conversations and stuff but we were sort of on our own path because we'd <laughs> We'd come up with the idea for on the tools based on um, a recruitment app. So it's okay. nothing to do with social. Right. Um, we were just pissed on a Friday <laughs> night. So me and Ad uh, went to school with each other. So Adam Barry was the co-founder of on the tools. Um, he was in the trade for 12 years. It's a Friday night and we're just getting drunk. And um, he's moaning about the fact he can't find a plaster on a job he's on. Yeah. Uh, starts explaining that in order to do that, really the, the, the means of, of finding people on site is... You go through your phone book, you go through who you know, mm-hmm. um, and then you use a recruiter. Yeah. But recruiters are such a bad name in the industry. I mean, recruitment's a bit of a dirty word anyway. You go into you go into construction, it's even worse, you know. And so we just we just carried on getting drunk. We had oh, I actually took a photo. I don't know why I took a photo of it either. The the two Captain Morgan's bottles we went through. So it's always been like Captain Morgan's <laughs> is now like brand brand of choice in the office. Um, but we. It, we just came up with this idea to create an app that was going to allow 
um, contractor and subcontractor to connect. That was it because you had yeah. things like check a trade rated people. Yeah, it was all B two C. It was nothing that was going to allow the B two B market mm-hmm. um, on site. Um, but we had no money, so we rent the next morning. Ad was actually it was a Saturday morning. I remember, and he was driving. He was driving to London to go and work on a site, and he was like, "We've got to do something with this idea." Um, so we spec'd out this app, used three credit cards to try and get it built on Elance, on like a freelancing website. Wow. Sent it off to India and was like, "Okay, we've got no money. How? What we need to do is we need to get hundred thousand builders in one spot. Mm-hmm. We'll launch the app. They'll download it. We'll be rich." Like that was the, the <laughs> depth and, and wealth of the business model. Yeah. Um, and the business plan. And then Ad was like, I've got loads of funny videos from people on site. And it was around about this point, you had like Lab Bible had got to, I think they'd just cleared the one and a half million mark. So mm-hmm. that short form viral clip was like really like popping through social, particularly through Facebook. Um, he didn't have loads of videos, full of shit. He had four. <laughs> he had four. So then we, we ended up having to like scour YouTube and stuff for, for like a week. And then, and then, we started getting loads of videos sent in instantly within like a couple of days. And after two weeks, we'd hit 10,000. After three months, we'd hit 250,000. After nine months, we'd hit a million. Mm-hmm. And every day, we'd be getting like hundreds of video messages of people on site wanting to be featured through the page. Mm-hmm. And then we realized, we was like, actually, there's something in this. This is growing at a rate that we never could have, you know, mm-hmm. um, foreseen. And... Um, and then we got the app back and it didn't work. <laughs> no. We'd had our pants pulled down. It, it was it was built in like iOS three. I think they'd just they'd, they'd just released iOS seven. iOS three didn't even exist anymore. So oh, no. we rebuilt in the UK then. Mm-hmm. Um and then we never launched it because by the time we'd got it ready, it was like two and a half years in. Recruitment within the industry had, had changed a lot. There was loads of work on, mm-hmm. um, not only in London but actually in a lot of other cities. So people were travelling less, the churn was slower. Yeah. So we were like, well, we don't want to charge anyone for it. We don't want to charge the, the builder or you know anyone within construction. We wanted to monetize it through cutting out recruiters or partnering with select ones and then using brands to monetize. And we were like, someone's going to download this and it, and there's going to be a thing on them. Or because we've got no ad strategy spend, we still got, haven't really got much money still. Someone Because of the breadth of our organic reach back then, someone was going to download it in Edinburgh. Someone's yeah. going to download it in Dorset. And and go. This is shit. Yeah. This is a rubbish app. Yeah, so you're too far away to even. Yeah, you've got to you've got to have that like Uber style, you know, um, release program where you're going city by city with hard ad spend and, and and try and drive that engagement. So we just can. It's in the it's in the app graveyard. It is. It's yeah. uh, it's a goner. Bless um, you. So what 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 ignited this whole? Th- did you did you take a look at on on the tools and think let's turn this into something? Yeah. So we. We, we when we we got we hit about five hundred thousand on the Facebook page and people were starting to we've gone through like three different businesses it's hilarious so we were a, a tech startup then we moved into like an ecom brand so we were like a workwear brand for about a year and a half so mm-hmm. um, the community had started asking for merch just like basic on the tool stuff so yeah. we I mean this is the best business model in the world so we we put it out through the page for um, the community to give us the top six slogans for trades uh, for certain trades so like we did um sparkies plumbers chippies and a few others ground workers few others and then we just went through the feed and picked the ones with the most likes on mm-hmm. made some like really poor designs whipped up a shopify um 
store. So at this period of time, I'm still working full time in a in a previous role. I'm, I'm a director in another business, and then I'm coming home every day at six, and I'm spending like five hours going through messages, watching every single video. Oh wow! Scheduling for the next day. Did that for six months, and then when the shop started, we in the first week we did 800 quid's worth of sales and so I just quit my job I just went in and quit I sent the first batch of um, uh, merch out in black bin line no green bin liners like refuge bags because really? I didn't have any we hadn't prepped for it we just did it and then people started buying stuff That's I was in my mum and dad's living room we was all like wrapping stuff up and then we did that first month I quit my job everyone thought I was a maniac um, and we did 15 grand's worth of sales in that first month and then it just continued so we did about like 250 grand that year wow um and we didn't know what we i mean christmas was it was great because it was we just couldn't stop the orders but we were like four weeks behind it was the worst service you know anyone who bought anything from that um that first year i apologize because it was a bad service but um it really built that community engagement because people were people were sending us ideas for more merch you know yeah. it was like it was such a great business model but like anything through social, you, you you know what got you know what's that what's that? There's a book, isn't there? What got you there won't get you. Yeah. What got you here won't get you there. You yeah, know yeah, it's yeah. that thing, isn't it? Of like you find the magic bullet, but the bullet it runs out, doesn't it? It does. I mean, did, when did it run out for you? You know, so we we lasted about two years in that, and 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 it wasn't really necessarily because it stopped working. The, the ads platform had changed a lot over that period of time. It yeah. became far more in depth. Obviously, organic reach was was. I was saying the algorithm change really yeah. messed it up because I, I know uh, lad viable suffered. Well, it's interesting because at that period of time, so two thousand eighteen was when the, the algorithm changed for publishers in in what was classed as the bad way. Um, and, and probably six nine months in, we'd looked at the page and been like, "Look at lad viable, they're growing at like a million a month, and mm -hmm. look at us, we're growing at a hundred thousand a month, you know, one hundred and twenty or whatever." Oh no! I know, yeah, <laughs> it, like beggars. <laughs> jokers but um we were like should we broaden what we're doing you know we've got the same demo um uk males and um you know should we be doing sport should we be sort of branching out but because we had the app in the back of our head we were like well if we broaden it too much we're going to dilute it we're going to have loads of people who aren't in the trade so therefore that's pointless let's stick to what we know and stay in construction now roll forward like three years mm -hmm. the app's dead but because we had that, it was the one reason that when all the publishers suffered at the start of 2018, we went the opposite way, yeah. because it was all about niche community engagement, and we had a, it in abundance. Mm -hmm. We hadn't scaled out across multiple territories. We hadn't gone to 40 mil. I wish we had done in certain <laughs> instances, but actually it was the reason that we're now, you know, we reach more UK males than any, any creator globally. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's because we ended up staying niche, and, and you, you, we've now sort of, you know, accidentally fell in the right side of the algorithm, I guess, in, yeah. in that sense. So how did the agency come about then from all of Well, this? we were making, so alongside the, the sort of the shop, as we call it back then, um, was growing. We were, um, we'd started to work with brands. So Andy Taylor, our commercial director, had, had come on board with the notion of like, right, we need some retained partnerships. We'd looking across social, and we always sort of joked back then, even now to a certain extent where, the construction industry is often a little bit behind in terms mm -hmm. of what consumer land is doing through social. So we'd be like looking at what everyone else is doing and we're like, right, let's gear up for that because in a year's time, some of the brands that we're working with are going to want to start mm -hmm. trialling that. So we'd managed to get, the start of 2016, managed to get three retained partnerships 
where we'd I think we'd committed to making like sixty pieces of video content, and we didn't have a we didn't even own a camera. You know, we were just like mm. we definitely can do it. We've got the community, we've got the creativity, but we don't necessarily have the, the people. So we we quickly sort of turned that around, and then then it got to the point in the particularly in the office, it was a bit of space planning as well, where we'd got to about twenty people, and then we still had half of the office mm-hmm. that was like full of clothing stock we had dtg printers we had like the lot and we were like what are we trying to do here are we trying to become the biggest workwear brand in the world are we trying to become a media business and it's that you know concentrate on what not to do Mm -hmm. Uh, and it was painful because we all loved it it was the thing that made our first bit of money you know Uh, we were emotionally tied to it but we just had to chop the head off it so at that point we then started to really really ramp up the media side and then we had a bit of an identity crisis. I always remember Andy going to um, going to like a trade show at the NEC, mm-hmm. and he at this point I think there was twenty one people working in the business, and he and he went up to one of the the stands. It was you know someone within construction, someone who sort of should have known who we were, and they did. But Andy gave them his business card. It said commercial director on it, and they rather than like communicating with him, they just walked to the back of the stand, bought someone else from that business, and they were laughing their heads off, and they were like, we cannot believe on the tools has got a commercial director. And they were like, we thought it was just the builder in his pants, like yeah. just messing around with funny videos. And whilst from a content point of view, the authenticity of that from an end user perspective in the community, that's like a big plus. Yeah. But when you sit in front of a brand, yeah. trying to make sure that you can like, you know, create revenue models, that's a real problem. Of course. So when he's come back and told, we were all laughing our heads off, it was like, shit, we've got a bit of a, we've got a bit of a problem here because there's 20 people in an office that are effectively working as an agency that no one really knows it's an agency. Everyone's just like, it's just a Facebook page. Brilliant. And that that term, just a Facebook page, became like the bane of my life, you know. So, and then we started to grow more communities. We acquired another one uh, at the start of 2019 uh, called On A Budget, which is the opposite to On The Tools. It's two and a half million women who share ideas and save money in the home across like home decor, cooking, um, DIY and crafts and stuff and we were like this is even more confusing now we're going at us on the tools we've also got another another brand that's called on a budget we'll start with on are we only going to be like are we, what are we doing like mm-hmm. and then we were like we've got to create this Topco this whether it's an agency whether it's a publisher whatever it is something's got to own these brands and we were looking right. at acquiring and growing more and then we just couldn't think of a name and then um, I was late one night was writing a load of ideas down of what we could do and uh, and the the first office we had which was a, a, about as big as this room we're in mm-hmm. and had like prison bars on the window <laughs> it was an absolute shithole uh, I love it though anyone who owns the building apologies um, <laughs> uh, but it's called Electric House the building was yeah um, and we were like that's the one like just call it that it's a bit of like heritage in terms of the story Brilliant. it sounds pretty cool then when we got the branding back for it, we were like, yeah, that is that is bang on. Yeah. So we then created this social media publishing group that sits above um, our owned and operated communities, basically, yeah. through social. So looking at your website, there's a lot of really sort of, I don't know, reputable brands on there, isn't there? I know, who'd have thought it? We've blagged our way to, to doing some work with some decent brands. So look, at the end of the day, you've got a, you've got a, like, big props to you guys you know what I mean you've got some credible brands on there but I think people forget that socials are a people product first yeah you know forget the brands 
If if you identify and you understand who you're talking to, you've cracked it. Well, I think there's so many companies now. Or historically, companies started with an idea and then worked out who they could sell it to. So many more companies and ideas are being born based on the fact that people have grown communities and they work out what to sell to them. Mm-hmm. I.e., they solve a problem, or you know, and and obviously, you know, we're in this game, and and any brand uh, that can have a community to instantly market to, whether you want to say it's organic or not, there's still a lot of organic. Um, Look, that's reach exactly viewership how. left if you do it in the right way. Of course, it, that's the golden ticket, isn't it? Of you know, it you is. do it the way around. It's really expensive. Marketing yeah. is expensive. Um, so I think that's the Bartlett model, isn't it? Really? Yeah. The, or, you know, to be fair, um, it's it's exactly how we did it with the student problems. Yeah. You know, and and you know, coming growing up in the whole social world for the last twelve years, you know, looking in on that, it's the envy of lots of you know, social media channels. Yeah, and it, you know, having that community, and I think that's probably our biggest focus is that we've adopted this UK community, so we're, we're going through other things at the moment to uh, to sort of um, acquire more UK communities and grow more UK mm-hmm. communities, because that's something we've really focused on. Again, sort of accidentally, when yeah. we've been looking at figures and looking at where we sit, and then looking at the value we've got to return back to brands we're working with, mm-hmm. and sort of understanding when you get a brand come and say, we want, Two million views, and you go, why? And they go, because they've got it. And you're like, that's not a sensible thing. We'll get you two million views. Like, that's sort of that's not really that difficult, particularly yeah. if you put a pay strategy. Because we'll just put, you know, I can put three hundred quid and get you a million views in Gambia. Like, if that's what you want to do. do. But, it. but there's there's, you know, you have your premium territories, and, and we believe we're sort of trying to double down on, on the UK to make sure that we become, the biggest publishing group in. In the country. So how does that conversation go then? You identify a a a group out there. You got. Do you know what? I want to buy it. I want to buy your group. You've got a decent community. How how does that conversation happen? <sighs> it's all over the place. I'll be honest, because it, it, I think what you've got to look at as well, particularly through Instagram and Facebook, is that there's so many because it's so accessible. Yeah, anyone can start a page. Anyone can start a group. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, take Facebook groups for for an example massive boom it got let the product got left for like seven years yeah and then two years ago facebook are like shit there's loads of people using this we should what's going on and then they're like actually there's a billion people using this <laughs> we should let's try and get some ad space in this thing yeah. like, you know so a lot more focus goes on to that mm-hmm. but most of these groups have been built on the basis that someone's got a really keen interest mm-hmm. They're trying to solve a personal problem and they reach out to other people and end up getting another load of people that have got the same problem. Yeah. Um, or they've got like a really like interesting hobby or whatever it might be, but there's that shared interest. They're not people who are trying to run a business. They've not no. started it for that reason. We started on the tools because we had a business idea. Yeah. You know, you started your business because you had a business idea. But these 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 groups and these publishing pages that have been run by individuals are like they're a business waiting to happen. Yeah but they're not necessarily being operated by people who want to run a business. So yeah. then straight away you come up against, when you have these first initial conversations, it's what we're trying to do is make sure that we, we're not actually in the process of trying to um, acquire outright. We're looking at how we can grow our own still um, mm-hmm. uh, in certain verticals. But what we've done and what we're going to continue to do is actually bring people into the group because... Yeah, yeah. I think it's a partnership then almost. Yeah, because yeah. it's the same as if if someone wanted, if someone wanted to buy on the tools now just separately on its own, mm-hmm. 
they'd struggle a lot of shit to, to keep the engagement where it's at because you, you, there's people who've been running that page and that community for yeah. years and it's no different. It's it, actually, it's even more prominent if you was to get a group within Facebook or an Instagram page where someone's been running it for five years and it's run by one person. Absolutely. You take that off them it's and gone. you've lost the magic yeah. that's there, you know, so yeah, there's, a, there's a real key part of making sure that you don't just sort of like um, rip the good out of it, I guess, yeah. in, in that yeah. sense. Yeah, really good point. Really, really um, good point. I've got a customer actually who appeared on the tools. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he sent me a video. He's like, "Have you seen this?" And I'm like, "What? No, what is it?" And he played a baby. He played a, a builder. Yes. That was. The parody sketch, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, he liked to. He liked to. I spoke to somebody about this yesterday because they they brought it up. I was on the phone to someone and they brought they brought it up. I was like, "That baby one is it real?" I was like, "It's a it's a parody, mate. We've we've we went through a stage of like testing." Content through the channel yeah. of like parody things and there, it's like weird, wasn't it? And I was like, well, yeah, well, that was sort of the point of it. Yeah. Uh, Phil, the ground worker baby. That's right. Well, he was the one who played the ground worker. He was the one that played the wow. ground worker. Yeah. Props yeah. to you, Phil, the ground yeah. worker. Um, yeah, absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So that's that was sort of came all from from the birth of of um, in-stream ads or ad breaks, however people term it through uh, through Facebook, which I think are going to sort of like kick into Instagram as well pretty soon, um, where we'd been creating content for four years mm -hmm. and making no money and then suddenly literally overnight mm -hmm. you've then got another revenue model that you've got no team for yeah um so you then have to start scrapping around and going okay well let's just test it was like a fr free reign the original team had a right laugh because it was just like do what you want yeah. for like a quarter because we don't know what's going to work we don't know you know so um yeah, we've tried loads of different bits of content, but yeah, yeah. So. yeah. No, he loved it. He he absolutely loved the experience. Very proud of the video. How and, and is I that? think within twenty four hours, he got fifty odd some odd thousand views. We're really proud. Oh yeah, it's it within I think within forty eight hours, it's done like a million views. It was, yeah, um, easy. Uh, easy. Yeah, it was a good one. So, talk to me about uh, becoming Entrepreneur of the Year. Um. Oh God, that's yeah. that's really cool, that isn't it? You know what I mean? That's that's a that's yeah. It was hard. good. You know what was really cool about it is I, I took my mum and dad on the night, and um, I've got from it. I've got the best photo ever. My dad like jumped up and like grabbed me, and it's took by a professional photographer at the event. Yeah, and I've got that now, and I'm like, that's a you know that's probably the best bit about it, <laughs> getting a good yeah. photo that you can sort of uh, relook at. But no, I mean, it's, you know, isn't it great to always get you know some form of accolade or whatever? But it's uh it's more about the business ultimately mm -hmm. you know those any all of those sort of entrepreneur awards are my name is just tagged to it but it doesn't really mean anything to me it's just another business award that we can mm -hmm. win together but they're um the, the nat west one's a good one um a good one to get involved in actually and 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 i don't even know if nat west sponsor anymore actually but the great british entrepreneur awards is a they do a good job over there um mm -hmm. But yeah, it was it was good fun. I didn't think we were going to win, so it was even better when you if you don't you've got no expectations of winning. Then throw then you the win. application together, see what happens. <laughs> yeah, oh, on. yeah, yeah. Sound. So that's always great. Um, but yeah, I think we're, now we're Electric House. We're going to sort of because we sort of dipped out of the awards bit last year because mm -hmm. they're quite time consuming and and often you know you can write twenty of them and you you don't win any. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So it's not they're not an easy an, an easy ride. Um, but I think because of Electric House now and the amount of PR we're trying to do, trying to position who we are, because we've gone through this thing of like getting notoriety with on the tools, mm -hmm. and obviously that's not gone gone anywhere. But then 
you start a new brand to sit on top of that and you all you talk about is that new brand mm-hmm. and no one knows who the hell it is again so you're like you're sort of starting yeah. not from scratch but you've there's a lot of work to do i think with with regards to electric house and sort okay. of positioning that so what plans have you got in the future then for electric house where do you see it going so um well our plan is is to be the biggest social media publishing group in in the country um mm-hmm. we think that we're going to be able to do that and both in in terms of size of communities aggregated, but also in performance. So uh, I suppose what I mean by that is, where are the actual views and engagement? Because it's one thing having um, X amount of millions of followers on what is meant to be a British page or community, but actually the bulk of the views and engagement come from a, uh, other territories. So we really, really trying to focus on that. And we use, um, Tubular Labs to track our growth from an engagement and viewpoint because mm-hmm. they're able to sort of like scan YouTube, Insta, Twitter, Facebook and put a sort of higher level currency on it rather than us going, well, we get three second views over there because that's how Facebook track it. And then TV, when we're mm-hmm. trying to sit in front of a brand and be like, you should be spending through social and they measure their views on 30 seconds. We're like, everything's going to 30 seconds. And, and I think that's where social's going to move. So we're trying to track our growth along UK views, UK engagement, 30 second views, so that we're comparing apples and apples. I think there's a massive problem at the minute where there's a big gap between what's being spent on digital and social. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that some, I think Jubilee did a report on it, it's about a 13 billion gap, wow. and then still what's been on, uh, spent on telly. Mm-hmm. But the argument is, is that telly are measuring anything they get, everything against 30 second views, and yeah. everyone in social is measuring it on three. a view in three yeah. seconds, so you can't expect Mm-hmm. the same amount of um, uh, importance to be put on something that doesn't have the same totally measurement. Ready. So we're really trying to push that now in, in terms of when we're speaking to brands, which is uh, there's an education piece in there. There's a there's a bit of a sell and to yeah. say, well, actually, no, this is, you know, it is Apple and Apple. So um, and there's, there's a, a big um, original play for us. So we want to make sure that we're creating way more original content than than anyone um so that we can get to the point where we're publishing through Facebook, Amazon Prime, etc., and, and, and sort of stepping up our production level. And then the third part to that is the data bit. So we're, we're starting to sort of um, look at how we can uh, utilize the data we've got within all of the communities to then build more mm-hmm. revenue models and and more like more de-risk, you know. Clever social. It's, mm-hmm. Social's a scary game, isn't it? It's, it's there one minute and then it's not and then it's there again it's and then you again. understand it and then yeah. you don't understand it and so we want to make sure that we've got some consistency with with the business we've grown a lot over the last year and mm. um we've moved offices we you know the rents flew up the uh <laughs> we're at 60 people now we're going to be at wow. 90 by the end of the year so the, there's i've got to make sure that we're, there's a real focus on 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 steadying the ship as well as growing's fun and it's great but it's it's really stressful if, if you know, I never want to be in a position where we can't pay the bills or pay people's salaries and all that type of thing. So uh, definitely sort of de-risking across other revenue models is something we need to focus on as well, yeah. Brilliant. Listen, I could speak to you for hours, seriously. What? We've only got 30 minutes for this podcast. <laughs> I've, I've spoken too much. Seriously. Listen, mate, thank you very much. Thanks for having me on. Very best. Thank you very much. Mate. Appreciate and, it. Uh, I think we just, uh, I'd like to sort of keep some kind of two-way relationship going. Yeah, 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 definitely. And, you know, I've, we're connected on LinkedIn. Yeah, Use yeah, that yeah. whole social world to sort of 
Stay connected. Yeah, 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 100%. Yeah, thanks Thank for Thank you. Me. If anybody wants to get hold of you, how can they do that? LinkedIn is definitely the best spot. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, just Lee Wilcox on LinkedIn. Got a big pink background for the Electric House uh, vibe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we create a lot of content on there. So, um, hopefully, you'll be able to find us. Brilliant. Thanks, thanks very much. Thank you very much. Cheers, Thank you. So, now you can tell people what you thought. What Thank was really you. interesting? Okay. Oh, you can forgot, haven't you? You've no, forgotten. I'm just because every time I try and talk, you try and talk over me. No, I didn't. So I don't know if it was a thing or whether you're just being rude. It was a thing. Okay. Uh, so what do you think was interesting? Uh, I hate you so much. Why is it that like you get all these like celebrity type people and I'm not allowed to talk to them? That's the first thing. You don't like me anymore, do you? Your silence tells me everything I need to know. Anyway, so it was brilliant. And uh, I, I think the thing that um, really, really fascinated me mm-hmm. was the the identity crisis. When he's talking about the getting all this attention and he's like, this business is doing really, really well. And then he goes to a, a show and they're like, oh, that's that guy from On The Tools. And then they're laughing about it because they think he's a, a, a like rough-ass builder. builder. Yeah. And he's like, hang on a minute, we've got... 12 people in an office I think it was and we're doing all this work and everybody thinks we're something completely different Yeah, and it, it made me wonder I wonder how many other businesses out there have this perception of what they actually are mm. but are actually something either completely different and how that affects them in terms of generating business mm-hmm. generating opportunities through social but it, what I, fa- fascinated me even more was actually it highlights massively the power of social and just getting that thing right that makes people go oh, i need to know more about this i i am just more shocked by the fact that you actually listen to it because that that was really informed i'm quite impressed there why did you like it's every time I'm just saying I'm impressed. It was good. That was such a good answer. I wasn't expecting that at all. You know when we say listen to the podcast? You don't think I listen to any of them, do you? No. I bet you don't think I pay up, uh, turn up to the, the Wisdom Wednesday session. I, I, I see lists of people that show up. Yeah. And you're not one of them. No, because I use it on my phone and it's something that I need to talk to you about later because for some reason... Anyways, by the way... But I do show up. I just show up as being more social. Hey, guys, thank you very reason. much for listening to another episode of Think Social, Think Savvy. Is that the right way around? You created it. I'm is that the, the right I'm, way around? I, so you, who's, who's not think informed savvy. now? Listen, anyway, I think anybody can talk whatever so they want. I just want to like, introduce like, the next one. So I'm really looking forward to the next one as well. Um, stay tuned for that one, episode eight, with uh, John Asquith, who's an action coach. Really good. Look forward to it. Pay attention to this. Thanks, guys. Bye.